Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. It's supposed to be warmer today, but it almost feels colder. It is colder, I'm pretty sure. It was like minus 21 or something in the car yeah. on the drive-in. Yeah, that uh, th- that hurts. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me just check to see if it's going to end. Because sometimes they'll change the forecast overnight. Ah, yeah, it's supposed to end today. Minus 10. I can handle minus 10. Mm-hmm. It's, right? it's okay, yeah. Yeah, minus 21. It's a little too much. Yeah, it's a little too much. Um, we got another pair of Offspring tickets. We'll give those away when mm-hmm. you hear Offspring. Um, we're, we're also giving away the uh, the Grey Cup $50 gift cards. To JT's. JT's. Yeah. yeah. The clubhouse, as we are affectionately referring to it. No Jimmy right now. On his way in. Do we talk about what happened yesterday with him when he gets in? Which thing? (laughs) New Year's Eve. Yeah, I know. Uh, He just can't say no to anything. He can't do it. He's a people pleaser, hey? Yeah, oh. You nailed that. Yeah. Yesterday we were in our boss with our boss, and uh, our boss wants to do something on New Year's, and Grant and I have both um, conveniently come up with excuses. Well, I'm like, I'm gonna be in Saskatchewan. I'm not coming back to work. <laughs> and uh, you've and got something going on potentially. So he looks at Jimmy, and uh, and he goes, "What about you, Jimmy? You want to work New Year's Eve?" Uh, 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 um, uh, sh- sure. <laughs> And Locke gives him an out and goes, aren't you going to be in Tabor? And he goes, no, I get back on the 29th. <laughs> Just extend that, Jimmy. Say you're not going to be back yet. You're not sure yet. See, uh, we like our boss. <laughs> yeah. But do we want to... Do I want to work New Year's Eve? With our boss. No. <laughs> Just anybody out there driving around right now. If your boss said, hey, New Year's, are you doing it? Come over to the house. <laughs> we're going to do we're gonna do our job. Yeah. You can come and work at my house on New Year's Eve. Yeah. We're going to broadcast live. You're probably going to not. You're probably going to go, I don't want to. It's just, it's the boss. Yeah. Right? Jimmy's <laughs> going to be doing it. Jimmy, it'll be Jimmy live on New Year's Eve. I was chatting with uh, with Gordy Johnson about Motorhead the other day at that podcast. Got me thinking it's a good start for a show. The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So the creepy house from Stranger Things is available for sale. Creel House, the haunted one that they go into. Okay. Um... In, into the attic, and they do a bunch of stuff up there. Yeah, that one's for sale. 
Um, right home was 104 is 148 years old, <laughs> and um, it's it's in Rome, Georgia. It's up for sale for 1.5 million dollars. Was listed right before Halloween. Yeah. And I'm sure it's like more expensive because it was in Stranger Things, right? It's the Stranger yeah. Things house. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. something to that for sure. Yeah, this, right? this happens every once in a while where these homes go up for sale. And sometimes people embrace it. Like they're like, hey, I got the house from. I know the Ferris Bueller one was up for sale a while ago. Yeah. The glass one. Well, a lot of these homes, um, too, you can visit. Like, Yeah, they'll turn it into like a tour thing. Yeah. A little uh, Graceland style. But then sometimes they don't. Like, I know the full house house is that's a, in the intro. Yeah. Those people that own it now actually painted it a different color. To keep to people try to away. Get, and, and the Breaking Bad house. I have a friend who actually went to the Breaking Bad house, Walter White's house. No way. And they have it all fenced off because people kept throwing pizzas on the roof. <laughs> So there's like a big fence around it, and the owners are not happy about people visiting. But That's... if you buy a famous house like that, you you you're you're setting yourself up for fans that. Fans of the shows are gonna come and take pictures in front of your house, right? I found this article: 43 famous homes from movies and TV shows you can actually visit. So the Miss Doubtfire house was actually one of them. Oh yeah, in San Fran. Yeah, um, the Twilight House. From the Twilight movies? Okay. I don't remember. You and I watched all of those. Wasn't wasn't that more like a cottage? I thought. No, it was a... It was... Anyway. Oh, the, the home from Top Gun. You can you can visit the one Where I is uh, that? the one I remember being for sale Oceanside that I was like I want that house it was the Home Alone house okay because they got that huge house right w- was that filmed in New York it was just Chicago it was set in Chicago wasn't it Chicago yeah because he goes to New York in the second movie that's, that's where he gets okay, lost okay that's right oh the Friends um I bet you that I bet you that's a popular spot the apartments yeah the Friends well, apartments anytime I have. Friends, I didn't do this in New York. I should have. They go and take a picture of uh, the outside of Seinfeld's apartment. Well, and the coffee shop. And, and the coffee shop. I was yeah. going to say, I, I've seen pictures of people like on Facebook in front of that famous coffee shop for Seinfeld. Yeah, people do that with friends too. Yeah. The outside of the apartment building. I know you, um, Scarface's house was up for sale in okay. Miami. 16 Candles house. That one was sold for $12 million. Well, the Scarface one. Oh, 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, I which can is a mansion, see, right? I can see that though. Yeah, right. The Poltergeist House—that's creepy. You can go see that one. That's in uh, in. Oh man, I, that that I, that movie scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I bet it doesn't stand up today, but I watched it back in the day. It's one of a handful of of horror movies that I actually ended up watching. Yeah, when I was a kid, and, and just, that one st- stands out. Oh, the Roseanne House. You can go visit the really? Roseanne house. <laughs> I think the Conjuring house was up for sale too. Yeah, yeah. And you can visit that one. Like I think they, I think there was a stipulation. I think it was that one where it was like, if you buy it, you have to let people come in. Wasn't there something with the Brady Bunch? Maybe I always loved the Brady Bunch house. Oh, it was uh, the guy from Insync bought it. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, that's right. And he restored it on a TV show. 
That's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, apparently you can swing by and see that one. Too. Oh, that that is, yes, the property and renovated as part of an HGTV it show. Was HGTV. He bought it for, I don't remember how much money, and then renovated it on the show and everything. To, to, um, I wonder if they kept the AstroTurf in the yard. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> the Sex in the City apartments. Apparently, that's like that's a popular destination. Okay. I can see women going there, and, and yeah. I'm just trying to look if there's any other ones here. The, the uh, top oh, gun the dark house. Nut ri- the dark uh, nut. The dark nut rise. <laughs> That's a different That's a movie. Different movie. <laughs> the dark night rises. And if it's not, we should make it. Uh, <laughs> you, you were talking about the top gun house. I was just looking it up. It's actually... <laughs> It's actually a restaurant. <laughs> it's a pie. It's a pie house, like a, no? <laughs> the Top Gun house. I'm just thinking of scripts for yeah, the Dark Knight. <laughs> the Dark Knight rises. What would Batman's name be? In the Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> you have to change his name slightly, right? <laughs> uh, Something skin. <laughs> Batman. Buttman works. Buttman, yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Try a little experiment here this weekend. Switch so, things up a bit. I'll send you your topics on Sunday, okay? okay. I've left myself a note. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to get Jimmy to write a grant report for Grant, and then he's going to send it back to me, and I'm going to present it to Grant just before he has to go live with it yeah. on 7th, uh, 7.30-ish we do that so on yeah, Monday. If you're new to the program and you don't know, every day at 7.30-ish, I do a little piece I write. Yeah. And political, whatever it is. Doesn't Today matter. I got one on vacationing. Okay. Um, so I do that every day at 7.30, and on Monday... Well, Sunday, Jimmy's going to write it. I will not see it. He's going to write it for me. I will not see it until 7.30 Monday morning. Okay. And I'm going to not even read it over once. I'm just going to... Grant report, I'm going to read what he wrote. And I'll Jimmy, try to do proper English. Okay. Grant is going to write Jimmy a Jimmy Sheets himself, which is Jimmy's poem feature. Jimmy, every once in a while, likes to write poems for things that are going on in the world, and... Yeah. And I am going to write him a poem, which he will not see until it's time to read it Monday morning. And this is going to be interesting because literally the last time I wrote a poem would have been like when I was in school. Like elementary school too, probably. Elementary school, Remembrance Day. Really? Because we always had to, you could either draw a picture or write a poem for Remembrance Day. And there was like a thing for the Legion, then they'd submit it to the Legion. Okay. And so I probably, I wouldn't, I never drew. I can't draw. So I always wrote poems, and it would have been a poem where all the letters go down the side. Okay. And they're like, R, remember, E, effort, <laughs> M, memories. That would have been the last time I wrote a poem. I don't remember what those poems are so called. tune in Monday. <laughs> For for that, <laughs> that's gonna be <laughs> interesting for sure. Um, and I'm picking the topics though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to this. This will be fun. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety five seven Cruise FM. This is kind of a tragic story. Actually. Young guy trying to get his start. Right, goes in for a job interview. He's in the U, uh, UK. He's in the mm-hmm. United Kingdom, 
and um, at the end of the interview, he um, he he leaves, and um, he felt pretty good about the interview, yeah. but was informed later that he wasn't suited for the job. He found out that the reason why he didn't get the job is because of his huge schlong. So it's so big, it was protruding from his pants. It's the pleat of the pants. And they thought that he was aroused the entire job interview. <laughs> like some kind of weirdo. So they thought that was weird. So they said, we thought you're, you were a good candidate, but you had inappropriate behavior during the interview, and we just can't hire you. And he's like, no, it's just huge. I swear. None of you people are turning me on. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's growers and there's showers. Yeah. Right? If you are a shower, it's kind of on, on him a little bit. As much as I feel bad for the kid, he's just trying to get a job, right? Mm -hmm. He's just trying to pay his way, do the right thing, contribute to society. And he's got, you know, he's got a huge snake in his pants, right? Yeah. So it's not his fault. But there are things you can do. Yeah. You can wear a loose-fitting pair of pants. Right, mm -hmm. you can. There are ways of strapping it to your leg so that it's not as visible. <laughs> Sound right? like you're talking from experience. <laughs> no, he just, just straps his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was part of a show that they did in the UK too. It was like a profile of men from the UK with large units and their struggles in day to day life. It's a battle. <laughs> So this came out. This came out on a TV show. I didn't read that far into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, a, a British Channel 4 documentary called My Massive. <laughs> His name is Joe. Listen, Joe, there might be other... There might be other things out there for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Look on the positive side of this I'm thing. sure there is a career out there for There's you. There's probably another career path. I think you could if you wanted to go down that route. Be very successful. Be the new John Holmes. There you go. The Elvis of porn. We're here for you, though. Good luck, Joe. Three, two. The Locker Rooms. Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. But shorter. I don't know if we need to spend too much time on this because quite a few people picked the one in. Even Grant brought this up the other day when we were talking about a potential theme. Um, that new one that is that's on Netflix. All quiet on the Western Front. And that actually came in more than a couple of times here. There's lots of really great suggestions here, but that's that's an interesting. What's well, interesting about that one? I haven't watched it yet, but it's a German movie. Dubbed over, and it's a war movie kind of from the other side. So, yeah, it's a German telling. He's a German of veteran World, of World War One. World War One. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's based on a book. It's a novel. Um, but yeah. Jimmy, thoughts? Might as well do a new one. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it, that it, idea. All the movies I do don't have to be oldies. 
No, no we do lots of new movies. And I saw a trailer for this and it actually really intrigued me. I, I watched I, the trailer on Netflix and yeah, I was I was intrigued to watch it. Yeah, I think I might end so, up watching so this one this weekend too. It's dubbed over, not subtitles. I, the trailer I watched was dubbed over. I hate subtitles. What if they were in German? Don't you know some German or Japanese? You'd be fine with Japanese. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, even... we got our movie Yeah There you go, that was easy Saw a midget with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Tabor in a storm He was looking for the white corn farm For to get a big dish of cream corn Ah, midgets of Tabor It's a classic Ah, You can smell him around your back door. <laughs> you better not let him in. <laughs> Tabor residents called the cops last night. Midgets of Tabor again. Midgets of Tabor. Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Listen, I want to ask a favor of everybody. Yeah? I'm opening up here. Okay. I'm stepping out on a limb. Are you going to cry? I'm not going to cry, but I don't want people to judge me for this. Okay? Because I already have enough inner turmoil revolving around this mm-hmm. i don't need anybody else adding to that okay and this has to do with the political unrest in the united states right now and quite often you'll see this man's name trending mm-hmm. and he's a lunatic he's out of his mind and I think that most people, regardless of how you view the politics in the States, would probably agree with that. Um, but probably my biggest sort of issue revolving around what's happening in the United States and how it impacts me is that I still really like my pillow. <laughs> I use it every night, and it's actually a really good pillow. I use my pillow every single night. I like the towels we got from them. The mattress topper we use in our camper in Saskatchewan. It's great. It's a it's it, a good, good product. products from my pillow. The man knows how to make a pillow. He's I, insane, yes. I agree. He's insane, but you gotta love his pillow. And if you use the promo code Truth forty five right now, you save sixty percent, <laughs> and that's real. He posted that yesterday. <laughs> <It's real>. <laughs> <laughs> I love his Instagram because it'll be like one post is the election was stolen. And then four hours later, ch- chain knit throw blanket, $62 with promo code. <laughs> Mike Lindell. He's, he's awesome. It's funny. We were, we were moving and I, I was in charge of packing up um, the bedroom at one point And I was, I don't know what I was doing. I, I was 
doing clothes or something like that and and I also was I was just th- sort of throwing blankets and stuff like that in from the bedroom from the master bedroom into um into like boxes and stuff yeah and I remember at one point because I have a my pillow and it was out of the pillowcase and it was just sitting on the bed mm-hmm. and I remember thinking because we had movers yeah and I legit I swear to God I had this moment where I was like. I better put that in a bag <laughs> so they don't see it. <laughs> I don't know what people are going to think if they see that I have a my pillow. The man makes a good pillow. <laughs> would you judge me if you saw, like, would somebody judge me if they saw that I was using a my pillow? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, if they've used one themselves, they would, they would know. They would get it? That the pillow works. They wouldn't, they wouldn't establish my politics based on the pillow based I'm using? Based on your pillow? Like, I, it's I not like you have alive. Uh, uh, his posters on your wall and videos you have a pillow anyway don't judge me <laughs> i still think it's a damn good pillow the locker room presents the grant report for jt's bar and grill where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people now grant johnson there was this kind of crazy stat that came out recently about going on vacation, and it said that two out of three people feel too much pressure when they are on vacation to enjoy themselves and to really relax. So you book your holiday, you get excited, but then the time comes, and while you're there, uh, you just feel all this pressure, and you can't let, let yourself relax. The top things that keep people from relaxing are worrying about not having enough money, making sure your credit cards work, and being worried that you won't be able to see or do everything you have planned i can't really help you with the money one i think that might always be a thing until you're like jeff bezos you're gonna be a little worried about money when you're on vacation now people worrying about not seeing or doing everything you planned that i can help you with it's actually a very easy solution if you want to go on vacation and not be worried about you know seeing all the sites there are become a borderline alcoholic today That way you will lose all ambition when you're traveling and you'll only be worried about where you're getting your next drink from. (laughs) Do you think you're going to be stressed about seeing the wall of China or whatever? No, you'll be worried about what time the swim up bar opens. We have a friend that we talk about quite a bit on this show. You may be familiar with him. Army Chris. He travels a lot. In fact, today he's on his way to Mexico. Do you think he is concerned about going to see the Mayan pyramids while he's in Mexico? (laughs) No. His main concern is finding a beer that tastes the most like Lethbridge Pilsner in Mexico. (laughs) And he's going to be very relaxed and he's going to have a great time while he's there. Now, I know you might not think this is very good advice, but I'm telling you, Jimmy is the most relaxed person on vacation and he's never even seen the Eiffel Tower. So... Take it for what it is. The Grant Report is brought to you by Shuntwear. December is Shunt Pride Month, and our merchandise page is the only place to get shirts like God Shunt, I Do My Own Shunts, and more. Text Jimmy today for the link to shop. My favorite is I put that shunt on everything. (laughs) Another moment with Dr. Locke. All right. I have had cold sores, herpes, Simplex 2, since... If you go back and you take a look at my earliest pictures as a kid... 
but okay. like the school pictures, the early school pictures. Cold source. Cold source. So we started getting those pictures in in grade one. Mm-hmm. I have twelve of them. I bet you eight of them. I have a honker on me, a big huge heater on my on my face. Did you say HSV two? It's it's simplex two, isn't it? HSV2 is the one on your genitals. Okay, I got the the one. Uh, HSV1 is the cold source. Okay, I got the one. <laughs> you I, got the one. I got the one. You've been telling people two for years. I just looked it up quickly. <laughs> I do not have them on my if, on my ding. If the, okay, if you so have anyway. two on your face, then you got a problem. Actually, a lot of people have herpes. Oh yeah, it's like, very common. It's it's a huge percentage of the population. It's it's, it's a lot more than I thought. So anyway, I have struggled with this for years, and um, recently, in the last year, something's happened to me. So when I was twenty. I've told this story before, but it's worth telling again. When I was 20, I met this guy who said to me, he goes, oh, because I had one. Yeah. And I used to get them like every couple of months. I swear to God, I get them three, four, five, six times a year. He looked at me and he saw me. We were out for breakfast. And he goes, oh, you get cold sores. You should try lecithin. And I went, what? Mm -hmm. He goes, you should try lecithin. So I went to the pharmacy and I found lecithin. I walked up to the pharmacist in the back and I said, is this for cold sores? And he goes, no. Yeah. So I put it back in the shelf. Didn't think anything of it. About six months, seven, eight months later, I saw somebody with a honker on my face and they went, hey, you get cold sores? I'm like, yeah. I get them. I like My lips are scarred like from from cold source. I've had so many of them over the years. Yeah. And and he goes, "You should try lecithin." And I went, "Damn it, two people." So I went back to the pharmacy. I grabbed a bucket of lecithin, a whole bucket, and I started taking it. And you know how diligent I am. Oh yeah. With stuff, right? You have a pill box. I have a pill box. Yeah. I take my vitamins every day. I never miss a day. Anyway, I started taking it and it worked. I swear to God, it worked. And you won't find any sort of... It's just all act antidotal. There's no... There's like, no proof of there's it. There's no proof that it worked for you. But for whatever reason, it worked. So hmm. anyway, I started getting cold sores again fairly consistently in the last year. And so I actually asked my doctor. Last time I was at my doctor, I said, I've been taking lecithin for... I don't know, since I was in my early 20s, and um, and I still take it, but I've been getting cold sores again. And he goes, I did hear something. He said, there is some connection between lecithin and cold sores. Don't really have any evidence. Like mm-hmm. I don't, it's not off the, top, off the top of my head. I can't tell you why, but I have heard that people have taken it for cold sores. But I have also heard, he said to me, that over time, your body builds up this immunity and a tolerance, a tolerance, and it stops working on the virus. So now the virus will start to actually present itself. Mm. But here's, I just wanted to point this out. This is my herpes advice. This is my cold sore <laughs> advice. Your HSV too. Okay. The thing that I have noticed about my cold sores when they start to, when they start to come in again and I can feel them like, as soon as I get a tickle, I'm like, Duh! you can feel it, Damn it growing. I'm getting another one. Like I like honestly, at the very beginning of it, I because I'm so hyper aware of these stupid things. 
I have had a rough couple of weeks with the move and everything. Mm-hmm. And this weekend, in particular, for whatever reason, um, I was I was run down, and I was eating crap food. Okay, I was eating more sugar because I avoid sugar and I avoid like going out. But for whatever reason, this weekend, I started to eat like crap. So there was about two or three days of like like every other meal. It was a it wasn't good, right? I had like lunch the other day. I had like taquitos, taquitos, like a Seven Eleven taquitos. Like I wasn't eating good. I wasn't eating well. Okay, and uh, yesterday. No, Tuesday, I started to feel one coming on. I honestly think there's a connection between sugar and processed foods. This also says uh, stress can bring them on. Stress for so you've sure. you stressed with the move and everything. But, I, yeah. but I'm always stressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you have Maybe been a little bit more stores. stressed than normal. Like, we we can kind of tell. Yeah, I'm a little short. All right. Like, anyway, the other thing that I do, too, if, if you get these things, um, and this stuff's really expensive, you get this little, tiny little tube of it. It's mm-hmm. like 25 bucks. But Abriva actually works. I've always avoided getting it because it's so damn expensive. And I can't wrap my head around buying like a... Like an ounce of it, <laughs> okay. Like it, for twenty five bucks, but yeah. it's worth it. Because what I did on Tuesday, as soon as I felt them, it was actually when I was doing my podcast in the afternoon. I was like, "Oh, damn it!" I start to feel it. So I literally, I have, I literally have a bag that I carry around with me with it in my bag, your herpes bag, in my herpes bag. <laughs> And I took a little bit and put it on, and uh, you put it on every couple of hours for a day, and it usually uh, they don't usually materialize, or at least they don't they don't flare up like they like they normally can. And then your wife can kiss you again. And my wife and I can suck face. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, that's my herpy advice for everybody. If if you do get these things, try the lecithin. It, It doesn't work for me anymore. I've stopped taking it. Um, the Abriva works really, really well. And honestly, I th- again, I have no proof. There's no scientific evidence here. But whenever I've noticed in the last, in the last year when I have like, eaten poorly, there was another time a couple of months back that I got one. Mm-hmm. And there was like two or three days where we had food brought in, yeah. like baked goods, and we were pounding it. Like... Like we're bad in this room. If, yeah. If we even see somebody walk by the window with a box, we're of, following like, it. Like, hey, what's that? Like, and we're on it. Yeah. And there was like three days. Remember that? Yeah. That that weekend, I got a cold sore. There's a few texts coming in. People, everyone, I think probably has a cure for cold sores too. Yeah. Um, Zo Zovarax. I don't know that one. That came in, and uh, then we had somebody said, when I get a cold sore, I spray cologne on it. Uh, yeah, the aftershave. Yeah, um, uh, I find like with like when you get festered, it's a lot different. But when I you get a festered hair or whatever, like if you shave ingrown beard, hair, yeah, ingrown hair, the uh, aftershave works. That that just sounds like something. <laughs> no, it does. It, Jim it, told you to and do. And then he rubs garlic on it. Yeah. <laughs> No, you don't you go eat. outside with wet hair. So no, you eat the garlic. <laughs> you don't rub it on your face. Anyway, there's my herpes advice this morning. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Christina has another um, 
cold sores, another cold sore cure. What's yours? Sperm. (laughs) So you think sperm can cure Lox HBV2 herpes? It's not. I don't have the second one. I didn't know the second one. Anything's possible. Oh, you're just just making this up. Yeah. No, no. Sperm Sperm is very beneficial. Lachlan, what are you doing? (laughs) Don't bother me. Sperm's good. I mean, why are you on your knees? (laughs) No. Hey. Well, you guys. There's lots of medicinal qualities to sperm. That's what she said. All right. Christina, yeah. I am not trying sperm on my lips. Oh, come on. You I have think so it's... much fun doing it. You have so much fun. <laughs> Woody? I'm not. It I... It's free, too. Like, you don't have to pay for it. You just Are you paying for, for your earwaxes? <laughs> just do a little work. You have to do a little work to get I, it. But... You're, think, you're doing the work there, anyway. I think there would be some payment. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, you guys are so Those trips awesome. to the park aren't free. All right, we got to go, Christina. Thank you for this. problem. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Do you think this is getting enough coverage? WNBA star? Uh, I don't know what kind of coverage it's getting in the States, where she's Brittany from. Uh, maybe it's getting more there. Uh, I see the odd thing about it, though. Brittany Griner, WNBA star, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, in a Russian prison. So they moved her to a work camp. <laughs> that was what happened yesterday. That was the, the update in the she, news. Uh, That's why I saw. So she was playing basketball in Russia. Got caught with like a little bit of hash. She was coming in home. A vape coming home. Uh, they threw her in jail. Nine years they've given her in jail for that. So, and it's she had a little cannabis oil. Listen, I don't know what the laws are in Russia. Like, I don't know. Um, comparatively speaking, I, I know it's illegal. I know, mm-hmm. we, and 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 again, there is a case to be made. Listen, she broke. The she law. broke a law, and and it might. You might not agree with it, but it's a law in Russia, and that, and she's got to pay the penalty. But for cannabis, nine years a little in a bit work of it, camp, nine years in a work camp, I'm sure that seems a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's a politi- politi- political ploy, right? Yeah, politically motivated. But the thing is, though, in in some countries, like even Singapore, if you shoplift, you get caned. Isn't that what that one guy did, or he had drugs or something? Singapore has like no crime, and and they, you know, lash him with a cane. So all these different countries have different rules for. So you're okay with her There's, getting sent to a work but, camp? No, but I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm okay. Tabor. No, I'm they not be saying I'm, her is what he's I'm, saying. No, I'm not saying I'm okay with in it in a public square. <laughs> You should be aware of what the rules are when you go into a oh, don't, country. Don't, don't get me wrong. She always, she made a huge mistake. She's even said that. I just I think sometimes there, when you're the, the the problem I have with it is listen, okay, you made a mistake, you serve the 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 penalty for that for for comparatively speaking. If if James P White is Russian and he gets caught with a joint what happens to James P. White? Okay? In Russia, it's different than if it was here. Jimmy, you got to listen to the words coming out of my mouth. If you're Russian and you get caught with a joint, what's the penalty? Is it nine years in a work camp? I'm guessing it isn't. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is she's an American. If you get caught with weed 
in Russia, you should get that penalty. What is it? Is it a fine? That's, then you get to go home. I highly doubt a Russian would be sent for nine years to a work camp. Is Do what you he's think that every person in Russia that smokes weed gets nine years in a work camp, in a prison in Siberia? I don't know. I've never done the research on it. Okay. And you're okay with... If, if, if the, that's what it is, then you're the, okay with the, this no, punishment. But if the consequence for the crime that she, that she did is different than what a Russian citizen would get, then I'm on your side. That's but if it's what the, everyone is saying, same Jimmy. As, that's what everybody's saying, is that this is politically motivated. It's the war in Ukraine. It's yes. um, America backing Ukraine. But it's also hypocritical because there are people serving very long prison sentences in the U.S. for the same thing, and you got elected officials in, in America going... This is ridiculous that she's in prison for weed. Meanwhile, they got prisons that's full good, of people. That's a good point. Serving time for weed, right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't they let a bunch out though? Just yeah, recently? Biden came out with something and let a bunch of people out. Like a couple of thousand people. Yeah. Got, got out of jail for for the pot possessions for minor pot possessions. That's a good point, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because culturally down in the states, there there's been an issue there. Depends where you go in the states, yeah. and yeah. It's, it, it, I was thinking about this from the perspective if this was my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. If this was somebody in my family and y- you, you, were, you were caught in the middle, how difficult would that be? Like the Davids, the two Davids. Remember the two that Canadian story? guys that were stuck in China. China, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God, the, you must be losing your mind, right? Yeah. Because you can't control any of this. You can't control the war in Ukraine. You can't control, and none of it. Mm-hmm. So you know your daughter's a pawn in this. Right? Yeah, a political piece. Yeah, it just must be. They they must just be a, tormented right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I get your point. I and a lot of people are from that camp. Well, don't do break the, the law. Yeah, do you did the crime, serve the time. Like, but I don't know if that's the case here. I think I think this is. There's more to this. Is my understanding? Yeah, it's just if it's if it's a different crime for her than it is for other Russians, then I get it. So and what we have learned on here side. is that uh, Jimmy wants to bring caning back in public <laughs> once in a while. We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. They're redoing arachnophobia. The Spider Movie from I 1990. Don't know if I saw this. Or I not. remember watching this. Did Do you? you? Okay, because I, I remember this movie, but I don't remember if I watched. Because it. John Goodman was the exterminator. He came in and he was. <laughs> he had that like the backpack, like the spray backpack that looked like the proton pack from uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters, and he was Jeff Daniels is in. I've never seen it, but like I know it. You know what I mean? Everyone talks about it as a classic. When I was cleaning up the house, like when we were packing from mm-hmm. St. Albert and moving, I was in the back of the house and there was a spider. I swear to God, Grant, it was wow. as big as a golf ball. Ugh. Huge. Wasn't it daddy long legs? No, it was, uh, it was, yeah. Still one of my favorite things is like, who named that thing? Daddy long legs? Just had to make it kinky. <laughs> Long legs wasn't good enough. It had to be daddy. <laughs> Spiders, they uh, uh, don't bother me. No, no. Let me. This it's like anything. Like I'm not horrified by snakes. If I saw a snake, I wouldn't lose my mind. If I saw a spider, I wouldn't lose my. If I saw 
120,000 spiders. That might do it for you. In a room, I would probably have... I, the one thing that bothers me more than anything is is mice. Mm-hmm. Me too. I cannot <sighs> stand mice. I saw a mouse in our shed, yeah. and I haven't been able to go in there since. Like I have to work myself up to it, and I also have to kill it. You're going to kill it. Uh, you haven't killed it yet? No, I, I haven't been able to. It's I told been snowing you the, and stuff. I told you about those traps. I Get know. those traps I on Amazon. I want to kill it with a hockey stick, usually. <laughs> I need to do it with my own bare hands. I could teach you. Uh, Spiders? For you? teach you how to snare. Jimmy? Um, I'm okay with Spiders. Spiders don't bother me that much. Because the thing, like, if they're crawling all over, like, if they're crawling on me, I yeah. might have an issue. But it's just, I remembered as a kid that, yeah, you don't want to kill spiders because they Cause it'll kill rain. bugs. Oh. <laughs> no, like, they kill your uh, mosquitoes. And, I like, for sure he was going to say it's going to rain. <laughs> I was like you waiting just sit for there it. and just make stuff up. Oh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, we don't have to make Everybody up. listening was waiting for you to say, "When you kill a spider, it rains, it rains. doesn't it?" Um, I I remember we. I think I've told the story before, but one of the things that scared me about mice was my mother's reaction to mice. Mm-hmm. She would lose her freaking mind when one... Maybe and, that's why I'm afraid of them, because my mom's the same way. Same way? Okay, so we were... We moved around a lot, single mom, and so we were hopping quite a bit, job to job. <laughs> and we had to stay with my grandmother, who lived mm-hmm. um, out in the... Uh, she owned a campground in just outside of Castlegar called Hislop's Highway Campground, and she had a damn mouse problem in her house. Mm-hmm. She had a nice house, but it was out in the woods. Right, it was out in the middle of nowhere. So she had a, we had a mouse problem, and um, one night a mouse ran across my mom's bed, yeah, and over her face. <sighs> And she lost her mind in the middle of the night. It's like two, three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, and she's screaming. And when you hear your mother screaming sa- like sounded that, sounded like she's being murdered. Yeah, it sticks you ran. with you. <laughs> my my parents, the first house they lived in when they were married was on a farm. It was an old house, and it had a mouse problem. And they were actually eating my mom's hair at night. To take for their nest. She went to get her hair done, and they're like, Where are these chunks missing? And then my dad was like, Well, we're good. I'll put up some more traps. And the day that he was like, Okay, we're moving, was he went to make toast and he put the toaster down, and a mouse came out the other side. Oh! And he was like, All right, we can move. We had a basement that was not finished. And this was in the first house that my wife and I bought, Carney yeah. Street in Prince George, where we had the girls. And the, so you could see the the ground, like it was. What do you call that? It would like the house was on. It was a walkout basement. Well, no, the, the walls only went up like six feet or whatever, oh, okay. and then there was two feet, three feet to the to the ceiling, yeah. and it was dirt. Okay. So there was a huge mouse problem down there, yeah. and I had traps set up all over the basement, and of course, my my computer was down there, so I, I was writing for a newspaper at the time, so I used to be down there quite a bit writing. Yeah. And I, I, I had mouse traps everywhere, and I'd literally be sitting there on this old beat-up computer, tapping away and I'd hear snap and there'd be a mouse and if we left it I had to clean them up right away and the reason why was because it became food for the other mice <laughs> they, the, these nasty little bastards would each other. eat each other and I don't know why it bothered me so much mm-hmm. but it just it just absolutely 
grossed me out completely. The fact that I'd come down there and there'd be like a mouse sitting there gnawing on the back end of one in a trap. Taking the strength from another mouse. They're horrible creatures. They are. We didn't even talk about the movie. The arachnophobia. <laughs> they're doing a remake. Or in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. I thought this was a good story. Good. We're, yeah. uh, we're kind of doing a Friday show here because we're off tomorrow. Um, so this is a good way to I, get us into the weekend here, the long weekend. And it happened where I uh, had my first radio job. Okay. The Opas- Paw? Opas- well, Opasquiac Cree Nation is just across the river from the Paw. Okay. OCN. Um, so this kid. Uh, he's seven years old. Winston is his name. He was being bullied, and during an incident of bullying, the bullies stole all of his hockey cards. Okay. So he had his hockey cards in his backpack or whatever. Yeah. The, the bullies stole them. He was obviously sad about it, lost his hockey cards. Um, the story ended up, uh, I think it was one of the news, CTV Winnipeg. Somebody got a hold of it. on it. Yeah. Said this kid has I think hockey I saw cards it. stolen. I think I, 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 saw, I saw the story. What has happened is strangers from across North America have started sending him <laughs> hockey cards. Awesome. And he now has uh, a collection of over 5,000 hockey cards from people sending him. Cards, unbelievable. To, yeah, he's like it's way more than my collection had before. Any any of value? They didn't say that. They just said they've gotten them from California, New York, Florida, Massachusetts. That's so cool. That's all over great. Canada. I have a bunch of cards somewhere. I should send them. Yeah, that's one of those things. Though eventually, your parents are going to get sick of taking care of your stuff. They're Grant. in a box somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> your old man's going to take that to the barrel. <laughs> There's going to be, we'll see some smoke. I was actually going to ask you how much of your daughter's stuff you moved to the new house. Um, You know what we had to do is we had to, (laughs) I don't even want to talk about this. You got got a self-storage with all your kids' stuff Did you get a self-storage? No. Okay. So with the move, we, we kept the place in St. Albert. Yeah. And we're renting it out. We got this great family living in there. We locked out. And um, we asked them what, before they moved in. We said, listen, would you mind if we kept the shed? And so the shed in the back of the yard is full of your daughter's is stuff. full of <laughs> stuff we don't have room for that we couldn't throw out. Is your stamp collection in there? Uh, yeah. yeah. Because I was going to say, you don't have hockey cards, but maybe this kid would love your stamps. <laughs> uh, my daughter has a big bin. Um, both daughters have a big bin. And yeah. I'm like, why are we keeping this stuff? Yeah, nobody wants it. They don't want it in Toronto or Vancouver. No. But you have to hold on to but it. But I have to my hang on to it. My parents have all sorts of my stuff. Yeah. But they've been selling a lot of it. So. There's going to be a fire soon. <laughs> my sister has a bunch of my stuff in her basement because... Your she, parents, because your parents are like, I'm not keeping this, this kid's crap anymore. So. Yeah, but it's just... The house that my sister's living in, I lived in, so all this stuff's in my old bedroom. It just still. stayed there. VHS tapes. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. They got they they dumpstered those. They, okay, yeah. It's funny how you end up with your kids' crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Hold There's gotta to be. When is when? What's the rule on that? Statue of limitations. Yeah. So my youngest is 23, and my oldest is 25. When can you throw their stuff out? Yeah. When they're 60. Well, your parents are holding... You're in your I think, 30s. I think they still have a box of my stuff somewhere. Yeah. I don't know what it... Oh, Archie Comics. All my old Archie Comics are still there. 
This might be valuable someday. I think we got to establish a rule here for parents. Yeah. How long do you have to hold on to your kid's stuff? 30. 30? If they don't have a place of their own Mm -hmm. by the time they're 30, you burn it. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that, kids? You you got a couple years. And then it's going to be a fire in St. Albert. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You got a guest? We do. Our favorite kind of guest, too. He brought some beer. He brought beer. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't come empty-handed, right? No, that's but, right. Thank you, Reese. This is awesome. From Omen so, Brewing. So we're having a breakfast uh, Irish coffee stout. This was the, the Casey's. Yeah, so it's our Casey's Irish Coffee Stout. It's got a nice coffee taste to it with a little bit of uh, Bailey's and whiskey kind of flavor in the background. So, I can know. taste that Bailey's. Yeah. Like, it does yeah. taste like Bailey's. Yeah. It does have breakfast beer. Oh, that's good. Mm. We popped in um, last week to do a video. Thank you for that. Oh, we, no problem. We were using Omen as a... You got a cool spot there uh, on Happy Beer Street there. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. I like it because it's kind of uh, secluded in the back, so you're not surrounded by traffic or. And you do everything there. Right? You've got the whole setup. You you guys brew there and everything, eh? Yeah, yeah. We manufacture everything there. Uh, we have the tasting room there. Uh, we do events there. All everything. So from, I guess, uh, from grain to glass is like the yeah as they like to say. And and you're not you're okay with the without doing the food. You guys have no desire because a lot of the a lot of the the, the breweries. They they've got a food thing too. They want to do food. Yeah. Well, we've been uh, like in the summer we we tend to partner with some food vendors and they come by and uh, like this summer we had uh, Super Amigos Tacos come by uh, pretty much every Friday and Saturday and they'd set up their taco tent and you know shill out tacos to everyone and it was great. People loved it, so that was good. We like to do that again uh, this coming up summer again and stuff like that. And we're trying to work out with them. You know, sometimes they can come in through the winter so that we can have uh, some food in the in oh. The winter ch- let us know if you do that because we'll pop down and if. <laughs> If you ever need Jimmy, he's got a hibachi and he can set up in the back alley, <laughs> cook up some steaks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's a creative way around it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a pain in the ass. The food thing's a pain in the ass. It is, yeah. And it's a whole nother level of of trying to make a business work. Is like anybody who does the restaurant, man, good for you. If you can make that, if you're successful at that, the margins are so thin with the cost of everything. So I can I can see and it's why. like an English pub style where you go and you get your chips and yeah, I mean yeah. you can bring in food though too right yeah. like so we encourage people to order pizza to the brewery or you know call skip the dishes we get people who bring in stuff uh all the time so that's I mean, awesome it's, it, at least you can still eat while you're there you don't yeah. have to just come and drink and you know then leave <laughs> that stay longer if you have some food too. absolutely yeah. <laughs> that way you can uh, concentrate on what you guys are good at which so, is clearly the beer yeah we wanted to start a brewery not a restaurant so that's why we kind of decided not to go the food way that might still come in the future but uh, just not right, right, right now not right now yeah. yeah yeah if you haven't been to Omen, it's a really cool little spot mm-hmm. like we've done a few things with you and every time we go down there we end up hanging out for a couple of hours it's funny because jimmy um jimmy left with a bunch of beer he bought a bunch of beer on friday and we were laughing because uh we we were at we were asking him so did you drink did you drink the omen you still got any and he's like no it's all gone i drank it all friday <laughs> <laughs> eight tall boys <laughs> Oh, very funny. I don't blame you. It's you know, tasty. When, it, when it's good, though, it goes down quick. Like, exactly. So you don't have it's to worry. tasty. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, thank you again. Um, you will see the um, the the fruits of our labor with Omen um, in the next couple of weeks here. It's a Christmas thing that we're releasing, so thank you for that. Oh, yeah, no. And we'll have thank to come you. down and try that this Christmas beer. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what what ends up happening with Omen is uh, there's a lot of beer nerds out there. Uh, well, and people who just appreciate beer, not that aren't necessarily nerds, that look for places that release new stuff. I know you guys were talking about that. You, your crowd, like they want they okay. want to come down and go, what do you got new? Yeah, we will release a beer on Friday and on Sunday they're like, what's new? What's new? Yeah. And we're like, it, we literally just released it on Friday. Like, <laughs> But you guys are constantly working and thinking and planning about that next that next sort of project, right? Well, we're, su- we're supposed to, yeah. Uh, we, we always have to be thinking like, uh, it's kind of like the Costco mentality where you're like three months ahead of every season. But mm-hmm. uh, we're pretty bad at planning, so we usually are like, oh, <laughs> shoot, <laughs> <It's> Christmas. <laughs> Christmas season starts in like a week. We better get some stuff in the tank. Are you done with that Oktoberfest beer? Uh, we've got about... Uh, half a keg left and about maybe two or three flats, so it's almost gone. Yeah. Oh my that god, that was a delicious. That well. was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a Lederhosen fan, I'd recommend uh, getting to the tap room this weekend because it'll be gone by the end of the weekend. Sure. Yeah, it was. That was spectacular. That one hit me too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I had a couple and I was like, "Woo! You know, it, <laughs> what it, it, is this? It's really like a five point seven. You know, like that extra two point two percent really hit me that hard. Well, locks on the Bud Light, right? So oh yes, he's yeah. on diet beers. I'm on the diet. <laughs> His system's not used to it. So if it's more than four point five, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I appreciate you popping in. Thank you for your help. Yeah, Ullman, no problem. Anytime. If you haven't popped into Ullman, give me the address one more time. Uh, it's 9942 67th Avenue. And got, you got like 30 taps on the, on the regular. Uh, 20. 20. 20, yeah. 20 taps, it, yeah. yeah. If you're a beer, if you're, if you're into beer, you got to pop in and say hi. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Hey, uh, I've, I've got a little bit of a suggestion for you. Awesome. I think that uh, you and one of the other DJs on the station should... Get a guitar and a fiddle. Learn as much as you can of uh, The Devil Went Down to Georgia by Charlie Daniels in 24 hours and play it live on the air tomorrow morning. You think Shirley can learn how to play the fiddle? (laughs) Yeah, give her a call. (laughs) (laughs) Is there harmonica in that song? There should be. There is. (laughs) All right. What's your name? Derek. Derek, are you... um are you off work right now? Uh, I was off work. Uh, I'm actually back to work. Uh, good, good, good. I have Wednesday, Thursday off. It's my weekend. Oh, nice. okay. All right. So you're into the into the weed then this morning. <laughs> oh, definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Not obvious at all, based on your suggestion for us this morning. <laughs> Oh, and uh, that leads me to another thing for, like, 70s country, which I don't know why we're talking about on your format of station, but... Um, well, you called us. <laughs> <laughs> you did You did hear about uh, the uh, guitarist from Alabama? Yes. No. I, I heard that, yeah. He died yesterday as well. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he was a yeah, fiddle player, he, wasn't he? Was one of the founding members. All right. What was your name again? Dan. Derek. Right. Derek. 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 We'll let you get back to uh, to rolling. All right. You have a good day, brother. All right. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Bye now. I am not learning how to play. <laughs> Devil went down to George on fiddle today. No. no. Try it on face piano. Yeah. All right. We'll get right on that. You have the best ideas. Yeah. Jimmy. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.